Do you remember Lindsay Vaughn? You don't. Well, let me help you. Some of you do. Uh, she was an Olympic skier, a uh, three-time medal winner, as a matter of fact. Um, in the world of uh, Olympic skiing, Olympic sports generally, not always, but certainly skiing, 36 is ancient, so she's not. She's retired. But uh, she's in the news a little bit because she never talked about the depression that went along with uh, her Olympic participation. And while skiing may be a winter sport and we're in the Summer Olympics right now, it still uh, has a relationship. And she said the reason she didn't talk about it was uh, part of her viewed it as a sign of weakness and part of her didn't understand the impact that it was having. And in American society at the time, like it's eons ago, mental health was not exactly the topic du jour, as if it is now. More so, but uh, it's still... Mental health is still that thing, and you know this as well as I do. The broken leg, I can accept. I see it. There's your cast or or your immobilizer, whatever it is that you're using to get over the broken leg. But you got a, a broken aspect in your in your uh, mental capacity, and it's not visible. Well, you're crazy, right? It's not true, but but uh, it's the tendency people really have. So Lindsay Vaughn said, I wish I, I had been able to or, or been strong enough to talk about it back in the early parts of my career. Uh, but I, I think the older I got and the more support I got from others, the more I realized there is no shame to it. And she's correct in coming to that conclusion. And that's why, uh, as another iteration of the Olympic Games this year, Vaughn wants to talk about mental health and the unique stressors that athletes face before and after competition. And while she may be retired and 36 years old, she, she obviously earned three Olympic medals at the Winter Games rather than the Summer Games, but she earned them nonetheless. And for Vaughn, that doesn't make the subject any less important, particularly in the midst of a COVID-19 pandemic, which we may say is abated here, but it's not abated in the United States, and it certainly hasn't abated in uh, Japan. So I thought we can't get Lindsay Vaughn on the air because uh, she's a rather busy lady. Not that Brenly Shapiro isn't busy, but Brenly uh, knows a little bit about this subject. He's the owner and operator of Heads Up Mental Games Coaching, specializing in sports psychology right here in Toronto. And uh, did I say he? It's a she. Brenly, hi. Hey, how are you? I'm sorry I said he. That's okay. Because I've never heard the name Brenly before. I know. It's different. Well, it makes you special. Tell me something. Thanks. about You heard what I said about Lindsey Vaughn, and, and I'm I sure did. that you better than I can go, absolutely, that's the case. Oh, you you deal with mental game coaching, which means could be Olympics. I don't know if you've done any coaching for the Olympics, but I you know, oh, there you go. So, so there you know you precisely what's going on. What happens in a person's psyche? What happens in a person's head that is, is this something like stage fright? Like somebody who does what I do, who suddenly gets afraid looking at a microphone? Well, I mean, first off, let me backtrack a second and say like my hat's off to Lindsay Vaughn for coming out and speaking about it. And bringing it more to the forefront, I think more and more it's coming to the forefront, but you touched on something really interesting that, you know, it hasn't been talked about certainly years ago, and I still think that there's a long way to go. And so we need athletes to be able to come out and talk about their experiences, and I think it just helps shed a light on some of the work that we need to do. So I'm grateful for uh, her and speaking out. I think that's wonderful. And, you know, honestly, for your question, I think that it it depends on each and every athlete and person because every person experiences different things. So it's hard to put a blanket statement on what athletes go through, but I can say that, you know, as an athlete and certainly a high level competitive athlete, 
there is a tremendous amount of pressure and expectations put on them. And so it's kind of like we demand these athletes to be superhuman and to give superhuman, but we forget that they're human. And I think that's the missing factor. So, you know, some people um, have a lot of anxiety before they perform. Some people experience, you know, other things if they don't get the results that they want or struggle with injuries. Like there can be so many things that athletes go through. They go through basically all the same things that humans go through, but just with all this added pressure and expectations. Uh, I find it interesting, Brenly, that you say athletes go through this just like humans, yeah. uh, as if you're separating athletes from humans. But in a way, it's true because athletes, particularly at that level, are really uh, not just expected to be, I think they are superhuman. Most mm-hmm. most of us can't even approach what they're doing. That's right. So, so that expectation is there, right? With the world watching them, there's this kind of expectation and then we see them as superhuman. But we really do forget the human factor. And at the end of the day, when it all, you know, boils everything down, they're human just like everybody else. They experience emotion just like everybody else. The biggest problem is that, you know, maybe from history, from the past, but athletes have been taught and trained to be tough. And, you know, so that human factor has not really been acknowledged. Like, what do you do with all the emotions and all the pressure and everything that, that is placed upon them, where do they put that? And I really, really believe that, you know, this whole um, idea of being strong and tough and not showing weakness, it's not sustainable. And so just like Lindsey Vaughn is talking about, what tends to happen is they'll push it away, push it away. They present this really tough exterior and they don't want to talk about it because it's a sign of weakness where really we're just forgetting that it's just a matter of being human And when we can't acknowledge the human factor and don't allow them to be human and experience emotion like everybody else, it's not sustainable. And at some point, it's going to end up controlling you. And that's why we're going to see it resulting in anxiety and depression and some of the things that end up happening. Well, you know, uh, in reading the Lindsey Vaughn story, she talks about having had an accident. She had to recuperate from it. Mm -hmm. She did, and she came back to win more gold. And uh, during that period of time when she was recuperating, she relied on something, and people are going to laugh because there are many people out there who rely on this, and they're in no way connected with athletics, and that is a support dog. And she wound up with three of them. Um, so I, I don't think it's so weird if, if that's what you need and, and it gets you through, it worked for her. Um, for is sure. that something that you would recommend or, or how would you approach if somebody yeah. comes to you and says, look, uh, you know, I'm really doing great at figure skating, but there's no way in the world that I'm gold quality. And, and I know that there's a, a leap that I have to make, no pun intended, that, yeah. uh, is going to get me there and I'm, I'm having trouble. Where do you start? Yeah. So, I mean, for me, when I do that with athletes, I mean, I've worked with athletes at every level from amateur to Olympic to professional. Um, I work in the NHL right now with the the Arizona Coyotes. So I've seen it at every level. I would start really, the first thing that I do is an assessment. So I need to understand what's going on, what the issues are. Is it, you know, is it mental? Is it physical? What kind of supports do they need in place? And from there, we can build out a program that's specific to what they need. But I most definitely encourage, you know, beyond the physical training, because I will always say that the mind leads the body. So often what I see is people have the physical skill set or they've acquired it um, because obviously you need that to do what they do. But if the mind is not strong, 
then I will never see them access all of the physical training skill, everything that they have. They're never really going to be able to access it, right? If the mind leads the body, if the mind is not strong, um, if they're lacking confidence, if they're anxious, if they're feeling all this pressure, then the body is going to follow in the exact same way and they will underperform to what they're really capable of doing. Interesting, because I'm looking at uh, the article I was reading about Lindsay Vaughn, and I'm going to give you a quote from her, and you can react to it. She says, I feel like, honestly, everyone should have a therapist. It should be like having a dentist or going to a pediatrician. We should all take mental health seriously and do our best every day to make sure we're taking care of it. I don't think she's just talking about Olympians or or athletes. I think she's talking about, you know, if you could do it, then you, whoever you are, you should do it. Yeah. Is that fair? Yeah, I mean, it's 100% fair. It's obviously what I do, but, you know, athlete, non-athlete, if we don't take care of the person, then how is the person not only supposed to perform, but supposed to live a happy and fulfilled life? You know, certainly in sport, adversity, pressure, you know, I always tell athletes, you, you kind of sign up for the hard road, right? You're going to you're going to fall. You're going to fail. People will be against you. But we can stretch that into life as well. Life is not easy, right? And part of our existence on this earth is going to come with adversity and failure and setbacks and heartache and loss and injury and all those kinds of things. And so it's really just part of being human. Why not learn how to navigate that better? And I think that we live in a society and certainly in the athletic world where we're not meant to talk about it, right? We're supposed to be strong and tough and not show weakness, but it's, if it's part of being human, then why can't we learn how to navigate that better? And what happens is when we push it away, which people do, which athletes do, I don't want to acknowledge it. I don't want to feel bad, right? We're always looking to feel good, feel better, be strong. But if we can't acknowledge the adversity and the heartache that comes along with life and sport, then we push it away. And one of two things happens, like we can only push it away so long until it starts to leak out into other areas of our life or our performance, um, or we tend to obsess about it and we can't get it out of our mind. But either way, it controls you. So I always say we need to learn how to control our mind, our mental state, our emotions, and be a little bit more flexible with it. Like we we tend to be pretty rigid right now in our society. And like I said, it's not sustainable, and it's going to result in anxiety and depression. Uh Aha. Go with the flow is what you're saying, Brenly. I'm out of time, but I think your, your advice has been fantastic, and I thank you for taking time today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. All right. That's Brenly Shapiro. She's owner and operator of Heads Up Mental Game Coaching, specializing in sports psychology right here in Toronto.